everyone. Welcome to the Altcoin Bible here on a Wednesday. I've got another action-packed episode for you here. Some good news, finally, some volatility, and it's the upside. Bitcoin just moving a little bit higher above 17,000. Looked like a stable coin there for a little while. Uh, locked somewhere in between 16,600 and 16,700 for quite some time. Very boring, very indicative of a depression phase. And this move higher just with the altcoins uh, running over the last week in double digit percentage points, piggybacking on Bitcoin really illustrates that the market's in a, in a boredom phase, real depression. And any move up, we see a lot of short squares, we see a bit of liquidity, get a bit more excited, move from stable coins back into the market. And that can happen. Not saying we're out of the woods yet by any means whatsoever, but we will get these mini phases within a recovery as we try and move through 2023 and you know, hopefully not run into any more uh, macro minefields on the way. But I'm going to talk about a few cryptos today. Uh, Litecoin, as always, is in my sights. Just looking fantastic on the charts. I'm going to look at Monero, Link. I'm also going to throw an Atom there as well. And of course, Matic. So a few extras in there today, but I wanted to illustrate a few different charts, how they're looking and how we might approach them. So let's crack straight in. What have I got first? Oh, it's Link. Okay, so this is what a couple of altcoins look like. And this can really sucker quite a few people in. When we have a little bit of a rally like we have done, you can see Link has very clearly been uh, stuck in this range, had a few quiet pumps up, you know, moving into the staking period, which I had a little while ago, you know, showed quite a bit of strength. Link's been showing, quite frankly, quite a bit of relative strength over the last few months. But in this recent phase here, I really don't like this because it fell below uh, this very strong horizontal support level. You can see how many wicks and tests of it there have been. And when it finally broke through, that's a pretty good message to traders and uh, I guess investors as well, if you're looking at this that Link probably wants to show us that it will regain this rather quickly. Otherwise, the uh, the probabilities are that Link wants lower prices. And we can see here, it's, I've just left up the doodles that I did last time we had Link on because this was my hypothesis of what would happen. I think it was my danger zone. In fact, I'm going to keep it my danger zone just to illustrate this point. Uh, so very clearly have a breakdown here. And we've had Link have that bounce back up to retest this previous support level, so support on top, now it has flipped resistance. We see the wick, wick, and now we're trying to butt up against it. Uh, if Link doesn't recover that level pretty quick, smart, it's coming down here. So this for me, this big gray zone here is a liquidity area. It goes back to, uh, let's see, probably 2021, if not earlier. I've got it mapped for a reason. The is running a little bit slow. So actually 2020. So these were areas where we saw some uh, peaking in price action before the bull run. Uh, after the COVID crisis, but you can see these wicks moving up into these peaks. This area is uh, heavy with volume. You can see it on the volume profile on my right hand side in these uh, yellow and blue horizontal bars. There's a lot of liquidity down there just waiting. So I think the market is telling us that if we can't break this level and get back above it, we're coming down here, dip into a bit of liquidity, and then I think we do go higher. Uh, but $4 range is still on the cards. Uh, look, the RSI doesn't look half bad. I mean, it's broken up from this little trend here. You would expect this to come back, link to come back as well. I don't know how low it gets, but maybe then it's setting up to show us some divergences. So uh, the the strength on the RSI, let's say the buyers are increasing as link's price is decreasing. That is quite a bullish sign because it's a divergence between what we're seeing, momentum and the chart. So that is really, really promising. But right here, I think it is in my danger zone. Just that retest, I'll just zoom in so you can see it. Uh, the daily has opened beneath it. Is a wick wick up? Yeah, that doesn't look good at all to me. That to me is almost almost confirmation that it's going lower. So, uh, yeah, just keep that in mind with Link. 
Um, no matter how promising you are on Link in the future, um, you know, Link has many, many use cases and uh, quite, a, quite a good future in my opinion. But uh, yeah, just the technicals are telling me one thing. Okay, um, some altcoins are doing far, far better than others and for different reasons. So Litecoin has been my cherry ripe for many, many weeks and I haven't really gone away from it. I mean, I could have, I might show you another chart I'm quite bullish on and I think that is uh, coming up in a sec. But Litecoin, I have to keep it here because it is showing relative strength. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Don't go through multiple different charts if you're you know, looking to do short-term trading or you're looking just to uh, invest in a midterm um, cryptocurrency what are you looking for? You're looking for relative strength. It is showing a clear positive trend. And we've just seen this constant higher low movement built on with higher highs as well. So each time it's getting a little bit higher, this could be the moment where Litecoin finally does fall over. But I am looking at this again, like I said last time, it was my cherry ripe. It just keeps powering high, you know, broke the trend, came back, retested this area. And now it's having a little bit of a pullback. It's retesting this local high up here at about $85. This $100 psychological level for me is a bit of a magnet. So right here, it came back, had a retest of a key FIB level as well as the 50 moving average on the daily. If I just pull up the Fibonacci retracement here over this little phase here, uh, I'd like to see like one come back to some of these levels. So, you know, 0 0.5, 0 0.618, retest maybe even this key volume area. These are, are real nice levels if you want to grab like one. What have I done there? Uh, let's pull that down grab this one here. So around about $76. That's a probably, that, that is probably, I'm saying out loud there, that that is a really good spot to try and grab some Litecoin, potentially for a, you know, bounce higher. So uh, it doesn't matter what phase of the market you're in, whether it's a complete bull market, nothing just goes straight up. And if it is, you run for the hills. Um, you take profit immediately. This here looks quite nice. It's like a, a staircase up. As you go higher, you will always see profits being taken and people doing short-term trading, especially on leverage, get totally wrecked because they would have seen this, these, these green candles appear in a row and just keep climbing higher. You go uh, long there with a bit of leverage and you get caught in this profit-taking cycle that goes lower, wipes out your stop loss and you've, you've been liquidated. So that is a, a real issue for a lot of people to get in this market. Um, just looking broadly though, you know, Litecoin again, I, I think it looks really good to go higher. It's got that halving narrative uh, in the, the next few months. So that will just drive price higher naturally just from us talking about it. Um, I'm not saying people watching this are just going to go out and buy it and drive it higher, but the sentiment in the market is if there's a, a big catalyst like a halving and the Bitcoin halving, this is, again, a really good reason we can highlight the halving as such a massive driver of the entire crypto space and Bitcoin's price appreciation is that four yearly halving cycle. So that happens in 2024. Litecoin's halving cycle is a year prior uh, in this year here. And we've seen in prior cycles, Litecoin has driven higher and led the market the year before going into this phase. Uh, but I wouldn't get carried away. I think $100 is, you know, that's probably a good point to start looking at taking heavy profits. It may go higher, sure. But in this um, type of environment, unless Bitcoin is moving as well, uh, you know, you start to get a little bit concerned on these areas because this is the prior floor before we had the big breakdowns uh, earlier on in the year through Lunar and whatnot. So coming up against this as resistance at 100 is going to be pretty tough, I think, for Litecoin, especially without uh, a huge influx of new buyers. But you just Never know. All right, let's move on over to Matic because this is my one to watch. Look, like a lot of cryptos, it's been oscillating in a, a pretty clear range, but it's come down and tested this box here, which is my liquidity zone, and it did so again over here. You know, it's pulled back some nice Fibonacci levels. It's now 
stuck in this liquidity pocket and I think it's trying to climb up. It's on top of a couple of these moving averages, you know, RSI moving up as well, quite nice, had a really nice announcement with MasterCard earlier in the week. It's got partnerships with uh, Instagram, you know, Meta. So it has real well uh, adoption and narratives going for it and relative strength-wise, it's held up really, really nice against uh, other volatility when other altcoins are just getting smashed. Matic and something like a Litecoin, as we've just discussed, have been moving up really, really well. So uh, if this does have a pullback, and I would urge you to all consider that we do get a, a, a decent pullback here after Bitcoins move higher, and a lot of these altcoins are up double-digit percentages in or after a bear market. We're still in a bear market, but after that real crush of 2022, this is the first real spring we've had. And just want to caution everyone to take their profits when they see it, when their levels are hit. Do not get greedy in this environment. It can kill you. So um, just bear that in mind. Uh, yeah, so Matic pulling back some of these levels really, really nice. That 50 moving average is going to be a big one. Then it could come back to the 21. Wouldn't mind that at all. And this key volume support. But uh, yeah, that dollar is like a magnet for me and Matic. Uh, I think it gets there eventually. And once it's above that dollar, I'm not sure we see it again for quite some time. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a, a launching pad, I think, for Matic um, going into the future. So just this, keep an eye on this. One to watch. Not saying this is about to break out, but like the strength here and uh, where it's going. All right. Another potential cherry ripe that I just wanted to throw out there, you know, to give you a bit of variety um, from Litecoin is XMR, so Monero. It's got the privacy narrative. It is the premier privacy coin. Uh, very, very popular cryptocurrency, but you just have to be uh, a little bit discerning on where you buy it. It's only available in a few places. I think you can get it on Binance, but apart from that, it is a little bit hard to get. A lot of governments are super wary of it, but you just see how long Monero has been in this consolidation pattern. Very similar to uh, Bitcoin and a lot of other things, but it's just been in this falling Look, I've drawn a wedge on another chart, which is very compelling for me that it has actually broken out. But I've just drawn a, a simple trend line here. This was a bit of a fake out to the upside to grab a bit of liquidity. It's come back down beneath, you know, tested out some of these horizontal supports, bounced here again, and then it's broken through there. It's riding some of these moving averages on top of volume as well. RSI looks pretty phenomenal up here in these areas. But this is where you have to be a little bit careful as well. Now, while this does look good to me, and I think 180 does get tagged at some point in the next few months, I think this is very much due for a bit of a pullback to the 21 uh, because we're seeing these, I want to say oversold, uh, not oversold, excuse me, overbought, I haven't said overbought for a while, that's that's my recency bias showing, um, over, um, yeah, overbought um, conditions for a while. You can see back here in 22 August, sorry, uh, 23rd of August 21, back when we were at, uh, you know, above 270, almost at 300 per Monero, uh, the RSI, uh, so the momentum indicators, was heavily in the bull's favour at these uh, peak points in its in its sort of movement higher. We're back there now, uh, and we're not in a peak state of the market. So this just tells me we've gained a lot of um, buyers in a very short amount of time. Is it sustainable? I don't think so in, at this point in the market. We've also got uh, some large volume spikes coming in this area. That is actually encouraging to me. So you can say I'm a little bit on the fence, but I love this price action. I love that it, you can just very clearly see this trend developing. Uh, but uh, I want to see where this goes. Love the strength on the RSI, obviously, but just pointing out there's likely a pullback here, like with LTC, like with others. Um, when a chart looks you know, just straight up and, you know, going up really nice. You just have to check your bias a little bit and just go, well, where is my perfect entry points? I think uh, 150 here is probably a really nice place. If you get back to 150 on this uh, key volume support, that's a really nice spot. You can also get out your Fibonacci retracements and just see where this might uh, end up back to 
Yeah. So that for me is huge confluence. Um, that's the 0.618. So 61% retracement there on 150 level and volume support. Gets the 0.786 of the 50 moving average. Yeah, that's a really, really nice spot for me. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but uh, yeah, XMR, quite bullish on that, especially when we're seeing the polarization of crypto assets. We've either got the decentralized, uh, you've got the CBDCs coming out very soon. So that's the central bank digital currencies. And then you've got something like, uh, you know, Monero, which is very privacy focused, proof of work, the uh, polar opposite um, to what we've seen. All right, um, Adam, there was a reason I brought this up and very similar to uh, XMR and why, why I'm bringing it up. Adam has had a really, really nice run from this um, horizontal support. So 33% over the last, uh, what's that, um, couple of weeks, the so 16th of January. So it's back of December, really, really nice move. Um, but again, we have to be cautious here when we see the RSI getting completely out of control uh, above in these overbought areas. We, we weren't even at this level back in... Last time we were there was back in the bull market. So be very, very careful when we're seeing those kind of spikes off, you know, lows when we're just recovering. I don't want to say it's a bull trap, but it can suck a lot of people in. It, it essentially signals to me the market in this uh, crypto is trying to create a new positive trend, but you have to be careful and wait for that, that pullback to see how far it goes because it could be a fake out. Um, it, again, it is trying to create that, but it's just, again, it's not going to go you know, straight up like that. You've got to be prepared that it's going to, you know, oscillate around a little bit, grind out the lows, wipe out some shorts in this environment, low liquidity environment. Um, and when you see these, these overbought signals, you know, I, I think that's it as well on low volume. Just that indicator. It doesn't look like there's a heck of a lot of volume coming in there either. So this could well be a little bit of a fake out. Um, but broadly, I just wanted to highlight the strength and also what some of the indicators are telling me. But overall, uh, a positive development for crypto assets. But uh, just still be cautious because you can get a little bit um, sucked into the FOMO. And as well, you want to be also cautious on the other side. You want to be cautious that you're not suffering recency bias. It's something I've been talking about ad nauseum this week is we've been so accustomed to 2022, the year that's just closed, um, being bashed over the head constantly of this um, uh, lower highs and uh, lower lows that just keeps grinding lower that we're in a bit of disbelief that the market could ever really start ticking up again, or at least we've just pushed it back even further where we don't expect it for a while. And these markets are so volatile, they can really surprise you and jump you when you least expect it. So somewhere in between is where you really, really want to be. Um, we're still in a bear market. We're still trying to claw our way out of it. So your strategies of you know, dollar cost average accumulation, looking forward to the next cycle, uh, which normally hits around 2024 in terms of the bull market cycle when Bitcoin's halving, uh, occurs. Uh, that's generally when we see the uptick in the market. It does not mean you cannot make money in this environment. In the years prior to every single halving, so last time, uh, 2019, we saw Bitcoin rise, I think, 320% in that year, and then it drew down into the halving. So altcoins run a similar amount. So tremendous gains to be made as long as you are aware of the broader cycle and that you know you really need to be taking the profits when they present themselves. And whereas in a bull market, you can be a little bit more liberal about uh, when you're entering, you can really be more confident that the market is going to have those pullbacks that then just spring further up and create those higher lows and higher highs. In this environment, it's more so you have to be cautious of the bull traps. You have to be cautious of the fake apps, the drives to liquidity above uh, before a big dump, because people want to actually use you as exit liquidity on the way up if you're not careful, the traders are at least. Investors 
um, do it on a much, much larger time scale. Uh, but that's essentially what I wanted to tell you. So, uh, guys, have a great day. We'll catch you again next week. Can't wait.